Fight presents. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Bonjour, you're watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. I'm TK Trinidad, aka the Canadian Assassin, and I am not alone. She's the, the host for United Wrestling Network. Please welcome Emily May. Hello, everyone. Hey, and today we have an amazing show, and of course, nothing but amazing guests, and today is no exception. Whew. She is a competitive uh, powerlifter, <laughs> author, former Impact Knockout champion. Please welcome Thick Mama Pump, a.k.a. Jordan Grace. Hello, everybody. You Hi. do a lot. I mean, I'm very excited to have you on the show. Like, I've, I've been Thank trying you. to get you. could ask Ross. I've been trying to get you on the show for a minute. I was like, you are absolutely amazing. Now, I have a very important question for you. Yes. Are you still a Drake fan? Yes. <laughs> priority question here. Priority question. <laughs> That's a priority question because I'm from Toronto and I love Drake as well. And when I heard that, I'm like, oh, we have a lot in common. So did you listen to the last album? And do you like it or do you like the old Drake or the new versus the new Drake? Um, okay, so man, I've been listening to Drake since I was like a teenager, and I honestly prefer his music back back in the day just because I feel like I could like work out to it more. Like this mm -hmm. last album, I feel like it was very like, it was chill, right? Like, I feel like I could just like, I, w I was actually doing the laundry to it and cleaning the house to it. So I feel like that's what it's perfect for. <laughs> mm -hmm. I definitely agree. Like I was just listening to uh, his collabo with uh, Rihanna this morning and that like, that's back in the, that's like mid Drake. That had me, that got me pumped. But this, that, that album, his current album, I agree with you. It's more of like, you know, you chilling, driving down Sunset Boulevard. It's a nice, you know, Sunday afternoon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that was the most important question, like, guys. My my gym playlist. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 you're good. Oh, my gym playlist used to be like all Drake. Like it was just like, that's it. There was nothing else. Yeah, he had he had some bangers, but you know, different, mm -hmm. different, different flow. Emily. Um, no, I mean, I, I was going to say like what, what your playlist, so what your playlist is now, if you've like switched it up. It's a lot, it's a lot of Doja Cat, to be honest, like, and, Ma and Meg the Stallion, they just, cause they just, they go so hard. I just, it gets me so pumped up every single time. Definitely agree with you that, with that. So you've been in the industry for about 10 plus years. Um, now what has been like the biggest change? That you that you've seen, and what do you think still needs to be added or changed? The biggest change that I've seen is that I feel like it's uh, it's so much easier for people to get on TV. That's like one of the main things. There's and it's it's a lot easier for people um, to get exposure now in general, just because mm -hmm. social media is is booming now, right? So like I know girls that have had their first matches on AEW Dark which is, it's, it's insane to me because I can't imagine ever having my very first match when I was just like, I was, I was terrible. I can't imagine having that broadcasted to know, you know, one of the biggest wrestling audiences in the world. So that's, that's definitely the biggest change that I've seen. 
Yeah, that's, that's a big change. Um, so you've, you know, you've been uh, around for 10 plus years. Um, you've worked with some incredible people, including jazz. Uh, what has that uh, been for you? Jazz is uh, awesome. I mean, there's no, there's really no other way to put it. She's she's one of the nicest veterans that I've ever met in my life. She's so down to earth, and I just have so much love in my heart for her. She's she's incredible, man. She's I love her. There's there's nothing there's nothing else I can say about her. I don't think I've ever heard anybody say anything negative about Jazz, and that is very very rare when it comes to female veteran wrestlers because they normally. There's something they usually they sometimes have like, you know, an ego or, or something like that, you know, about them. And some someone has something bad to say or a bad experience. But I've never met anyone with that kind of experience with jazz. Yeah, I feel like jazz like she is. And I've only met her maybe like four years ago or, or so. But every time I've met her, it's just kind of like she is just tell tells it as it is. And you like you can't. It's like no, you're right, or like no, okay, I see, I see where you're coming from. It's just like very, like just very real person, and I just, I agree. I, I haven't heard anybody say any bad things about her. Now, mm -hmm. has there been any advice that she's given you, or any tips that she said something to you, and you're just like, oh man, that's that's mind blowing. Well, the the main thing that Jazz has has told me is just uh, to slow down. Like she's been around, you know probably longer than I've been alive at this point. So everything she says, I just, I try to absorb it. And uh, I move very fast just in the ring. And she's always just reminding me, especially when we were a tag team, just to slow down and take that, you know, one extra second to just let it settle in. That's definitely good advice. <laughs> I know you could apply that to, to anything. Um, so at one point, she's no longer with the company anymore, Kiara Hogan. You had mentioned in an interview that you were rooming with her. And you talked about how she leaves the TV on all the time. And I kind of find like, you know, once you become friends with somebody and, you know, it's the thing that annoys you. Now they're like no longer kind of in the picture. You kind of do that in rem remembrance of them. So do you now find yourself turning the TV on and sleeping to it now that she's like, you know, with another promotion? And <laughs> Listen, listen, I love Kira and I always will, but absolutely not. I, I will never try to sleep with the TV on. That was like the, the that was, that was one of the worst things, <laughs> but she, she was, you know, my, we used to call each other like uh, our, the road wife because we used to room with each other all the time. And I do dearly miss her, but you know, especially with COVID, uh, I didn't room with her for, you know, an entire year because that's impact has still been giving us our own rooms. So, you know, for the two years before COVID happened, we were rooming together and I've kind of had like a, a year to, to let it settle in and to not miss her as much now that she's gone. <laughs> it's funny. Cause I remember I, I was in that situation too, where I was rooming with somebody and she was like, can I, no, absolutely not. I mean, you can, if you want to do, you know, by the couch in the living room, but yeah. Yeah. I, well, I mean, listen, I do some annoying things too. I used to get up at six in the morning to go to the gym. So I'm sure that that would also annoy her because I'd wake her up. So, you know, it's kind of a give and take relationship. <laughs> so funny. It's hard to like uh, be friends with someone then all of a sudden live with them for an extended period of time. Right. And you realize all those habits might not, uh, might not translate <laughs> over. Right. <laughs> Y'all don't vibe well anymore. <laughs> So another habit I want to talk about, like there's just so many interesting things. I, like I did a deep dive through your interviews and your social media and stuff like that. And you had mentioned that your husband takes out your extensions. Um, 
So how did that start? Because I am a, definitely a connoisseur of extensions as well. And I've yet to find somebody who um, will help. Actually, you know what, who does Awesome Kong's husband does that as well. So I have yet to find somebody to do that. So how did that process start? Like, did he say, hey, I got you, babe, or? So for a while he was actually putting them in for me too. But um, the, taking them out is like a is like a much bigger bigger task for me. I feel like taking them out is is harder than putting it in, them in sometimes. Mm -hmm. But he would just do it because um, I mean I don't know if you ever worn tape in extensions, but yeah. yeah. So I used to have them in so much and just get my hair pulled by girls all the time that I would just like get kind of like scabs and it would itch so much. And I'd be like, babe, please help me take them out. You gotta help me take them out. And so he would just figure out, he would just learn how to do it and then just take them out for me all the time because obviously he doesn't want to see me in pain or in uncomfortable. So he's the best husband in the world. <laughs> that is love right there. That's that so sweet. Love. That is so sweet. That's great. <laughs> great to have that partner that will do that. Um, so I want to talk to you about, you did this um, body positive photo project. You did this photo shoot. Uh, with 10 other wrestlers that took over, took over the internet. Everyone was talking about it. And so I wanted to hear from you about what that meant for you to do that and what message did you want to, to share with the wrestling industry about body positively, especially in this type of industry? So this photo shoot, I did it on WrestleMania weekend because I figured uh, that would be the easiest to get wrestlers there. It was volunteer based. So all the girls that you saw, they, they came there and they did their own thing. You know, it wasn't paid or anything like that. They just, they support the message of body positivity too. And the main thing that I wanted people to take away was that uh, for a long time, female wrestlers especially were, were just like a, kind of a, a cookie cutter look, right? Mm -hmm. It was, it was the model look. And I just wanted to kind of get the point across that it's not like that anymore. Like this is what a female professional wrestler looks like. So that's why that's the message that I wanted everybody to get from it. Yeah. I mean, do you have advice for, for someone that is struggling with body image and kind of finding embracing body positivity, especially in this industry? Yes. So especially with body positivity, I feel like there's there's something else called body uh, neutrality, which I don't know if you've ever heard of that before, but body positivity is like, okay, you know, I love my body, blah, 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 blah. But body neutrality is kind of like, this is my body and I don't hate it. Like everything that I have is, 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 is for something, right? Like I have big legs, but that's okay. Cause they, they have, they let me walk places, right? Like that's what body neutrality is. So I would say if you find yourself struggling with body positivity to try to learn about body neutrality and maybe try that first. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, especially since, you know, our bodies are like just, you know, changing depending on what workout you mm -hmm. do or how you eat. Like I remember when I was running track, my body, my track body is totally different than my CrossFit body. It's totally different than my football body. Like there's just, so that's really, um, I really like that, that concept because it's yeah. just kind of like you can, you know, depending on how you go about things, you know, you can change your body accordingly. Now, um, I do have a question because you work out a lot and you take a lot of pictures with bikinis on. Now, do you do these deadlifts and these workouts with the bikinis on? Because the reason I ask is I sometimes do my workouts with my short shorts and um, I too have thick legs. I'm part of the thick leg, you know, gang. Uh, it's a situation. So do you do the workouts with the bikini on or do you like do the workout, then you switch into the bikini? This is kind of, you know, more. I do, the workouts, I do the workouts with the bikini on. 
Yeah, I do the workouts with the bikini on. I uh, I take off. I actually wear knee wraps and a weight belt uh-huh. when I do it, though. So I take those off, obviously, to take the picture. But, yeah, for the most part, like, I already have so much laundry to do, to be honest. And when I'm in my gym and it's 100-something degrees, like, I just – I can't sacrifice another pair of leggings. Like <laughs> <laughs> That's so smart, though, because then you just – Cause that, and then you feel so great afterwards, and then you take those bomb, uh, yeah. those, like, amazing like, photos. Feel, honestly, I feel so sexy, like, working out and sweating in my bikini. I look in the mirror, I'm like, dang, who is that? Like, <laughs> it just makes me feel confident. <laughs> I mean, you know what? That is a good, I'm going to put that in my playbook. playbook. I like that. That makes a lot of, you save, you save so much, especially if you do two-a-days, like, yeah. Washing two bikinis versus leggings, sweats, t-shirts, t-shirts, like, all that stuff. Yeah. I'm telling you, lot. it's the yeah. way to go. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new trend. I like it. As you look ahead, um, you've had some incredible matches already. So what are your goals as uh, you kind of plan out, plan out your next steps at Impact? <sighs> My goals are to definitely get back in the ring with Deanna. I feel like She's one of uh, the people that I have the best chemistry with, and I feel like we we can go so much harder than than we have before, especially with fans. Now I feel like we, we can just we can just go in and give it our all. So she's definitely one of the people that I want to get back into the ring with. Um, and other than that, I would love to compete in the X division again. That's one of my goals, and it has been for a long time. I did it one time last year, and I just want to continue kind of uh, breaking the glass ceiling, so to speak, and kind of setting the bar in that aspect of intergender wrestling. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you, so you had this uh, legendary 30-minute uh, Iron Man match uh, with Deanna Perrazzo. Can you talk about, like, what that moment was like, and did you have any major major takeaways after that? Oh, man. My my major takeaway was that I don't think that I could do an, an hour Iron Man match. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could go that long, but it was, uh, it was pretty exhausting, especially because it was right after that pay-per-view we had a big match at the pay-per-view and then we did that match and we were just like man we got to go 30 minutes that's that's a long time like that's the longest match i've ever done and uh my matches are normally like the my sweet spot is kind of like 12 to 15 because my matches are 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 sprint actually and i just remember that match was exhausting to be honest I'm, i'm really happy with how it turned out we tried to tell a good story throughout it, throughout it, and I feel like that's one of the main things you have to do when you have a match that that's long. That that's long. That's that long. Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> we know what you're saying. Yeah, we know. Yeah. <laughs> um, you also mentioned in an interview that you know your like ultimate dream match would be, or you wanted it to be with Beth Phoenix. Now, yes. you know, granted that Beth Phoenix is with WWE. If that were, if that match were never to happen, is there somebody else that you would love to have a match with? Hmm, man, you know, my other dream match would be Natalia, and she's also in WWE, so <laughs> I'll try to think about someone else that would be just an incredible person to have a match with. Um, all the people that I that are my dream matches are either retired or in WWE, to be honest, because Awesome Kong just retired, and she was another one that I would say would be one of my dream matches, so I guess, I guess not, not like a, a big uh, dream match for me. 
It's it's funny because with a lot of wrestlers, um, and I was talking to Jazz about this because you know she's going on her retirement tour, and it's like, but are you really retired? Because you know a lot of wrestlers like they say they're retired, they're not. She's like, no, she's like being at Impact took a lot out of because she's like I could do my moves, but no, I'm my body is telling me I'm retired. Yeah, but you gotta I, listen to your body. <laughs> I know, right? But I feel like I think you know we could squeeze. I want now that you say Awesome Kong, I I want to see that. I feel like we could probably squeeze one other one out. Like if we do it right, then we, as if, you know, I'm, I'm helping to put this together. TK likes to book. TK likes to book. I, I She's going to email her right after this interview. Yeah. Awesome, awesome Kong would be a great opponent for you. It would be, she would be awesome. And I think if we angle it right and we just convince her like one last time and do the buildup, I think that, I think we can make that happen. I think that would be awesome. But you know, there actually, I, I lied. There is one person that, I really feel like would come out of retirement to have a match with me. And that is Gail Kim. I, I, I've i been talking to her about it for a while and I feel like, I feel like she would do it. <laughs> so we need what to contact Gail them? Kim and both. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. We need to contact both of them. Both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Make it happen. I'm for it. I'm all, I'm all for it. Um, I didn't know if you were aware, but the show has magic powers. So, um, you know, there it's, it, we're, we're, our percentage went down a little bit. We're probably like a 70%, you know, success That's rate. Pretty good. It's it is pretty good. So it's I about like, 50. I, <laughs> I feel like it's it's possible. I I I would I I would like to see that. Okay, we'll keep speaking it into existence and yes. fingers crossed. Yes. <laughs> we'll put it out in the universe. Pretty in the university call it a day. Um, another awesome thing about you is that you're a published author. Uh, you did a book called DMs of an Indie Wrestler, and you did a couple um, different volumes, uh, which is interesting because I remember a couple years ago when I was um, working for the radio station, I had people send me weird DMs as well. Um, very creepy. Um, so do you do you think that you're going to have enough to do different volumes? And um, do you want to do a different style of book, like fiction or like a memoir or stuff like that? Well, to answer your first question, there is never going to be a shortage of creepy <laughs> messages. I could have made 20 other books at this point if I continued to do it. Like people are just that insane. The internet gives, gives men especially just so much confidence, right? <laughs> Yeah. Um, and to, to answer your second question, I would love to do like a an autobiography or a memoir at some point. I think that would be really cool. Yeah, because you mentioned like you like your mom going to like the country and you pretty mm -hmm. much just saying, I'm staying here, I'm gonna do yeah. wrestling and going it like I mean, I ran away from when I was 17. So I mean, I can only imagine like at four like how did you know at 14, like no nah, mom, I got this. Um I, I Honestly, handle. I have I I do not remember what was going through my head. Uh, to be completely honest with you, I, I I don't know. I just I felt like um this is like my my calling. I felt like it was like the one thing I wanted to do. I was still in high school, and I, my team had an amateur wrestling team, and I wanted to do that too. I felt like those the amateur wrestling and pro wrestling kind of go hand in hand, and so I just felt like moving to the country was was not for me at that time. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's such a big decision to make at such a young age to to make that leap. So that's yeah. that's really an incredible story. I'm lucky uh, my mom trusted me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, so like speaking of like writing writing other books, would you do something around fitness or bodybuilding or maybe food? Because I know food is a, a very popular topic in your life. 
Yes, it is. I have not thought about writing a book about any of those things. Um, I really want to do an app, though. Like, I would love to do a fitness app. That's one of the things that I would like to do. But a book, especially because there's just a plethora of fitness novels, it seems like, nowadays, I don't I don't know if a book would necessarily be something that, that I would be able to do and market very well, especially in the, the fitness book climate, I guess. I mean... I can, I mean, I mean, it could be from your perspective, right? That's true. (laughs) But I don't don't want to give my time to something that I don't know I'm going to get like an equal amount back from, I guess I would say. Yeah, understood. Yeah. I get it. But your your workouts do look phenomenal. I think you had put out a tweet that like there's a difference between asking people to work out with you at 7 a.m. versus 9 a.m. Or you're looking for like a fitness party. Did you ever, and that was like a couple of days ago, but did you ever find, did somebody volunteer and yeah. step up? Say, did you find you your workout friend? Oh, of course. Like I had a ton of like creepy messages about, <laughs> yeah, I'll work out with you at 7 a.m. I'll work out with you anytime. But, <laughs> but so no, I did not find a real workout partner. <laughs> yeah, that's 7 a.m. We, we have another person on staff, Sarah. She does 5 a.m. workouts and it's just kind of like, ooh, that's, that's a lot. 7 a.m. Yeah, 5 a.m. is a lot. If if I had to do 5 a.m., I, I could I could do it, but it would suck. You know, I feel like 7 a.m. is a real sweet spot because then you just you have so much of your day left afterwards. Yeah, it's like it kind of just gets you up, especially if you're then then on top of that you're doing the workouts in the bikini, so it's like you just saved like time. Like it's yeah, that's that should be the book, how to save gym time. Like I you know, <laughs> and laundry time. And I'll tell you what, though, <laughs> winter's gonna suck. <laughs> I think heaters can uh, can't. Yeah, can't if you now, work out for like fifteen minutes, you're all you know. Your <laughs> up, you're good. <laughs> now, Emily did mention um, like that. You know, you do post about a lot about food and stuff like that. Yeah. And you mentioned in a previous interview that you used to people used to give you like gift cards for food places and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, one is that still happening? Because I feel like you know we didn't get the memo, so we can definitely honor that. So if there's a particular restaurant that you want. We got you. Um, and then two, yeah. What is your favorite restaurant of choice? Man, oh man, I have to. I cannot. I can't pick one restaurant, especially when you put me on the spot like that. <laughs> I love so many restaurants. I don't know if you've heard of like a uh, Wagamama's. No. No. Okay. Wagamama. It's like a. It's like an Asian style restaurant in the UK. That's incredible. Okay. Um, I love that place. Also, like Nando's. Um, we have a Longhorn Steakhouse, and they're everywhere, and they're so consistent that I love Longhorn Steakhouse. That's one of my favorites. Uh, there's there's so much food that I love. Like I don't think there's any food that I I hate to be honest. <laughs> Is there a food you could eat every single day? Oh my god. Yep, I could eat everything. I could eat anything every single day, but <laughs> ice cream especially. Like oh, I have a really hard time not eating ice cream every day. It, it it is. We, we, we right. all collectively had a moment. I, yeah, we, we all had a moment. That's that's a hard one for me, too. <laughs> it's hard. Are y'all, are y'all both in the United States? You're in Toronto? No, I'm in I'm in L.A. So I'm from oh, Toronto. Okay. I'm in L.A. Yeah, I'm in, Texas. I'm in Texas. Oh, yeah, Texas. Well, I was, uh, I was actually talking to someone the other day about, you know, uh, that America is just, like, the worst place for food because everything has so much stuff in it sugar especially that when you go Mm -hmm. to other places like other countries you're like what is it this doesn't taste like anything because you're so used to everything that they put in the american food yes we can go on a deep dive of that um yeah when i (laughs) canada's a little bit different 
So shout out to Canada. But even when I did went overseas, um, like the milk, eggs, cheese, like all of that. Totally different. And then you're like, well, what is this? This is not my milk. And it's like, no, no, no. This is we just got this from the cow. It it, it really is milk. And you're just like, This oh. is the milk. <laughs> I mean, once it, this whole time. Yeah. I mean, once you have it from like the natural its natural state and without all that processed stuff, it changes your whole life. Yeah. It, all right, babe. Um, but big congratulations is in order. Um, so you were ranked uh, 179. You got the 179 spot uh, for PWI. Um, how did you hear the news? And then how do you feel about it? You know, what's so funny is uh, I actually heard the news because Ross, the the media guy for Impact, uh -huh. he sent me, um, what do you call it? Like a I guess an interview that I had to type, right? right? And someone in that in the interview that I typed asked that question. They were like, oh, it's your first time in PWI, being PWI ranked, how does that feel? And I was like, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know I was PWI ranked. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I found out. <laughs> That's the best feeling though. Like when you're yeah. not even like, watching for it, then you're like, oh, hey. They, yeah. you know, people are recognizing I don't even know how they knew. I don't know yeah. how they knew because it wasn't out yet. This was like a few days ago. So when I like looked up Jordan Grace PWI, there was nothing there. And I was like, how do they know that I'm I'm ranked? I have no idea. They got the scoop. So did yeah. you, how do you feel about the social media reaction? Did you like, once it went live, were you, were you just like excited about the reception or how did it make you feel? Yeah, I, mean, I was excited. It's my, like, like I said, it was my first time being in it. So it's pretty cool. I, I feel like I only had a couple of intergender matches, so I kind of just slid in there, right? Like it was my my PWI debut and I got 179, so that's pretty good for me. <laughs> it's it's definitely, I mean, kudos and congratulations. I mean, I guess because we cover women's wrestlers, like, you know, this is what the show's about. Like you've been on in, like, why aren't you being recognized? So you've been in it. So like, I'm glad people are finally recognizing you because it's not like but you just started. You know what's awesome though? My husband uh, is in the top 20 this year for the first time. So I'm just gonna brag about him for a second. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I saw you, I saw you um, very excited about that on Twitter. So yes, congratulations very, very to him as well. Thank you. <laughs> now, speaking of, I mean, your husband, um, you guys got married during the pandemic. Uh, so a couple questions, um, you know, you guys did get married. Do you plan on doing like a, you know, we're out of pandemic, um, now we can all celebrate wedding um and then two did you ever make it to the rolling joint rolling sushi honeymoon um because that had me really curious because i wanted to know what it was about so even though we had a really small wedding outside it was extremely stressful so i don't know how people have weddings with like 100 plus people and are sane afterwards so i definitely don't think we're going to celebrate like with a big group like that again. Um, we actually celebrate our one year anniversary this month and uh, I'm coming with him out to PWG to see his match there. And then we're gonna have like, kind of like a, an anniversary thing in LA after that. Oh, nice. So, <laughs> Congratulations, you made it a year. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. Yeah, it's been a long year. <laughs> yeah, definitely no on probably celebrating with a bunch of people. And um, what was your second question? The, you mentioned that in an interview that you wanted to do like a, a honeymoon to a place that does sushi and rolls, 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 rolls sushi and rolls joints. Yes. Like, so that place, yeah, we had booked that and it was extremely expensive. And that guy, like the, the company who did all the reservations, um, 
I had like tried to follow up and like reschedule it, and they kept saying, you know, uh, it wasn't going to be in Denver. They they were saying Denver's still shut down, blah blah blah. And eventually, they stopped responding, and I was like, what the, what is going on? And so I went to their website, and it was it was shut down. And then I started doing more research, and they had like a uh, reviews and stuff on Yelp, and basically they had just ripped a ton of people off, and they actually closed their business. So they couldn't, they didn't have to give anyone any refunds or could, they could, they can't be sued because they closed their, closed their business. So yeah, I mean, we lost out on that. Hopefully we can still do it in, L in LA though, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's somebody. LA, I feel like you could take a sushi class. You could find the perfect place to, you know, roll some joints. I'm sure you could do it. It's LA. <laughs> or you can go to Mike Tyson's marijuana farm. That would be pretty cool. Oh, like, I does he do tours and stuff? <laughs> I don't know, but I feel like um, the two of you guys together could make it happen. Like, yeah, I that sounds cool. Um, let me ask you a question. Uh, the Godfather just like came out with a, a weed strand, right? Is that right? Oh, I don't know. There's so I, many. I, I, so I, many I, think, I think he did. I saw someone um, posting about it. He has like they, they had like a bag or like a little bag of weed and it was the godfather on it. And I was like, where do I get that? Cause oh, we have to try it immediately. <laughs> I mean, we'll find it in LA. I just don't know where you'd find it because everybody has different, it's, 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 it's a lot. Okay. Yeah, I'll put I, out a tweet and I'll ask around. I'm sure someone will know. Someone will get you that info. Somebody would definitely get you that info. I mean, especially in LA, people will figure it out for you. Um, now you also mentioned in an interview that um, you wanted your over your, one of your goals for your overall list is to be a thousand pounds. Like, have you hit that goal yet? I've not hit that goal yet, but I am not too far away. So I feel like um, at my next meet, that that could definitely be the time. Because honestly, I'm already at 225 on my bench. So I only have to squat and deadlift like 400 pounds. And I feel like I, I can do that pretty easily. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah I, I, can, I can see it. Cause I did it at one point and I'm definitely not as strong as you. So I can, I can, we, we can do it. We can do yeah. it. We want to yeah. see it. I want to see you break your, break some records. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> More records than you've already broken. <laughs> I know. I mean, you've done, you've done so much. And I, I mean, I love, I love the tweets. They're like body, body positive. You have so much going entrepreneur life. Like I, I am definitely for it. Now, uh, something that I'm also definitely for is rapid hot tags. Are you ready for that? Okay, I think so. Okay. Women's Wrestling Talk. Rapid Hot Tags. Ladies, listen up. Manscaped offers precision engineer tools for you and your man's jewels. For any women out there who have come across a hairy bush, you're now in luck. Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming, has just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. Now make sure your man joins the 2 million men worldwide who already trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer just for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with this code WWT at manscaped.com. Ladies, this is the perfect gift for you and your man. And trust me, he will thank you. And men, your balls will thank you. <laughs> get, now you guys remember get 20% off and free shipping with the code WWT at manscaped.com and remember experience premium grooming with Manscaped so uh, rapid hot tags uh, what we do is we ask you a question then you say the first thing that comes to your mind okay so the first question is are you team Drake or team Kanye oh, team Drake <laughs> uh, favorite food of all time 
pizza. Uh, favorite show to binge watch? Oh, Gossip Girl. If you were to have an, any animal as a pet, what would it be? Oh my God. Um, a pig. Okay. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I know, right? If you could have a superpower, what would it be? Mm, flying. There it is. Fun. It's very, very simple. So easy. easy. I know. <laughs> now, last question. Um, this is a panel question. That's so. This is for you guys in Fight World to kind of get to know us and all that good stuff. Um, so this is for the all three of us. If you were stuck on an island for five years. And it could be, you can um, have any wrestler with you for those five years. Uh, who would it be and why? You know what's funny is you asked me this at the beginning of the interview, and I said I was going to think about it, and I did not think about it at all. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm just like, I have literally no idea. Um, but now that I'm, I like think about it, um, dang it, who was it? I think Kevin Nash, to be honest. Like, because I feel like he's one of the, one of the only older wrestlers who's not like, super conservative and strange and i feel like he his he has a lot of knowledge and i think i think i feel like he's really smart okay okay emily i like that um so i'm gonna go with bailey but heel mm -hmm. bailey not fun bailey because i feel like you're gonna need some con con like contrasting personalities um i feel like she could help me survive on the island and uh we could we could find some fun things to do okay but kevin nash is gonna just boot a tree down <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah I, I feel like we'd have to find a way to like get the coconuts from the palm tree and then like make some food um yeah we're gonna have to like get into survival mode <laughs> i really for really emily i really thought you were gonna say your husband um Oh, you could do that. <laughs> I didn't even, I no didn't one even, wants that. <laughs> I didn't even think about him. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. <laughs> I hope he doesn't hear this. I'm going to hear it. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is going to be a romantic question. She's going to say her husband because her husband's a wrestler. And, you know, I was thinking like outside, like people I didn't know. That's what I was thinking. I didn't think about people. Yeah. Ooh, I'm going to hear about this. <laughs> Um, so my choice is Samoa Joe. Uh, and the reason is Samoa smart. Joe is that uh, Sarah had told us a story that her, him and uh, Samoa Joe and Sarah were at this club and he held her purse while she went to the bathroom, which I think is very enduring, uh, endearing. And I feel like he would also be nice because after probably year one, I might lose my mind. So I think he'll also be nice enough to like to understand. Talk like, to you. Yeah. yeah, like you got this, you know, we got this together. But then he'll also do like the heavy lifting and not necessarily like I'll help out, but it'll be like, you know, faux help. Like it's like like you're about to pay for the bill, but you're like, mm -hmm. oh, I got it. Like, oh, well, that's what I expected. Like, that's I think. So okay. my, yeah, I feel like I, I feel like, like he really can knock down practice. some palm trees, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jordan, but you didn't pick your husband either. <laughs> okay, but no. Are we both in trouble? This is about you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, we'll see. I'll let you know. Follow up. Yeah, we'll 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 we we'll rework it. Um, so Jordan, where can everybody? Thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate yes, it. Thank you. thank you for taking some time out of your day. Um, and definitely, you know, I love talking about Drake. So you'll see me tweeting tweeting some songs to you about that. Um, but where okay, can everybody? Sweet. I know where can everybody find you? 
Uh, you can find me pretty much Instagram, any social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. My name is at Jordan Grace on everything. It's J-O-R-D-Y-N-N-E. Grace is spelled normally. And now do you want to do like a maybe make a public service announcement to like stop sending creepy DMs or is it at this point you just kind of like, I don't even I don't care. I don't care anymore. Like I'm just, I'm so, I'm so over it. I'm just like, I just see them. I'm just like, if it's, if it's like a one that I haven't seen before, I kind of laugh because sometimes these guys get like super creative and I'm just like, that's, that's actually, you know, that, that'll never work, but that's, that's unique. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Those creepy DMs. Gotta love it. But thank you again. And Miss Emily, where can everybody find you? You can find me on all social platforms at Emily May Heller. And thank you guys so much for watching Women's Wrestling Talk. You can follow, follow us and find us on everything at women's, at WW Talk Pod. Also on our website, www.talkpod.com. You can follow me on everything at TK Trinidad. Till next time, guys. Thank you so much. Ciao. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. I'm Katrina from NCAT We Trust and also one of the hosts of Women's Wrestling Talk. Thank you for watching Women's Wrestling Talk News Edition. We have a lot to talk about, so let's get to it. Piper Niven, a.k.a. Dutra from WWE Monday Night Raw Women's Roster, officially got married over the weekend. On September 11th, she posted on Twitter that she married her fiancé of two years. She got engaged to him November 2019. Now you can catch Dutra on Mondays at Raw fighting a rivalry with Eva Marie. So a big, big, big congratulations to Dutra. Much love to you and your new husband. This weekend, Roxy from Ring of Honor officially became the Ring of Honor's woman champion. Now, Roxy is originally from Reality Wrestling, which is a promotion that is run by Booker T. However, she won in the tournament at Ring of Honor and made it to the finals where she had a match against Miranda Elise. Roxy hit her cold rock or cold red and pinned Miranda for the win, becoming the new Ring of Honor Women's Champion, which had been vacant for quite some time. A big congratulations for, to you, Roxy. I know you're really young, and this is so super exciting, so congratulations. On the last episode of Friday Night SmackDown, Zelina Vega was scheduled to team up with Carmella and take on Liv Morgan and Tony Storm. The last episode took place on September 10th, 2021 from MSG in New York City. The first MSG New York City show since COVID and quarantine, but also one day before the 20 year anniversary of the September 11th attacks. Now, most people know that Zelina Vega did lose her dad 20 years ago on that horrible day and was looking forward to go and in her hometown crowd and just perform and do what she wanted to do, also to make her dad proud. However, Zelina Vega's match was cut from the program because of time constraints. Zelina Vega took to Twitter, posting Nevermind and showing her Akatsuki-inspired wrestling gear, which is from the anime Naruto and the manga Naruto, and again, Atachi lover here, so I was super hyped about that. Anyway, she seemed very disappointed, as well as Liv Morgan and Carmella, who responded in kind with a bunch of thoughts as in, WWE, what's going on? Now, while the episode itself was an amazing episode, there was absolutely no women's matches on the program. I am not sure what happened as far as why it was that way or why that match in particular got cut, but it was quite disappointing not only to not see any women on the SmackDown episode, but it was even more frustrating to say to see that Zelina Vega really wanted to have a match in her hometown of New York City and it was cut from SmackDown. 
Max the Imperler signed a new agreement with Ring of Honor. Max debuted in Ring of Honor a few months ago and has been dominating the women's division ever since. I thought it was pretty interesting to realize that Max actually debuted as a wrestler in 2018, making Max pretty new to the wrestling scene. However, ever since Max has debuted on Ring of Honor, Max has dominated, dominated, dominated. So a big congratulations, Max on your new contract in Ring of Honor, and I can't wait to see what you do next. On this week's Monday Night Raw, Big E cashed in his Money in the Bank contract. He went against Bobby Lashley at the end of Raw, finishing the match with a big ending and becoming the new WWE Champion. Now, most people know that a lot of the audience have been behind Big E, asking for WWE to give him a chance to be the man at WWE. So, Big E is officially Raw champion, the WWE champion. Now, Big E has been a part of Women's Wrestling Talk in previous episodes over the years. A really big congratulations for me and the rest of Women's Wrestling Talk, Big E. Can't wait to see what you do at the championship. That wraps up Women's Wrestling Talk News Edition for this week. Again, I am Katrina from NCAT We Trust and one of the hosts of Women's Wrestling Talk. You can find me on social media on Twitter and Instagram at NCAT We Trust. The E is the three. You can also find me on Facebook, on my Facebook fan page, and on YouTube to find any wrestling interviews I've done in any nerdy anime, horror movie, all that type of stuff on YouTube. Also, please don't forget to check out Women's Wrestling Talk on all social media at www.talkpod. You can also check out the website at www.talkpod.com. Thanks for watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Women's Wrestling Talk the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.